0: You're listening to the Other Stuff Podcast, a podcast about all of the other stuff. With various special guests and a core group of curiously informed individuals, we will discuss, explore, and debate everything from flat earthers, aliens, and the future of humanity, to the chaos and wonder of parenting, dogs and other pets, and the best way to smoke meat. Nothing is off the table and no one is safe. Enjoy responsibly, my friends. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Other Stuff Podcast. This is Sweets, and today I am here with Dubs. How are you doing, What's Dubs? What's going on, everybody? We have the running man back with us. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> and we have a special <laughs> guest, Nobi, who is here joining us for the first time. Thank you for coming. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Nob. No- Nobi. It's going to evolve no, to that, no, I suspect. No, be it's gonna no. It's going to evolve to that. No. So
1: should <laughs> no. we just go with it? <laughs> Let's start over. Let's, <laughs> we're going to... Uh, we'll, we'll let evolution take its... Yeah, Well, you know, if, it, if, it, if it ends up going that way, I'll go with it. I'm going to try oh, to run okay, with nobi Nob. as long as
0: I... See, I, 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 I'm going to try to run with it. But either way, here we are. And uh, welcome to... Don't
2: uh... be a dick cold knob.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Starting already, dudes. I love it. I'm bringing it in. <laughs> Have you met the running man? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome
0: everybody dive right in so uh so today we have a uh, a fun topic i think um you know it's a topic that's debatable this is a debatable topic so i, I intend to debate it a little bit but uh the conversation here is sort of a, a generational thing so we've got uh in our studio here today in this undisclosed location we have uh a couple gen xers and we have a couple millennials yes. and uh today what we're going to pick on is the millennials uh, everybody's favorite topic. I, I hear that thrown around like more of a, a cuss word or a swear or a, a way to uh, identify a group of people that you don't like. <laughs> Fucking millennials. I think I hear that all the time. I don't know if you guys yeah. okay. hear that really, one.
1: It really does become an insult. Like even if someone is blatantly a millennial. Like, right. That- Like, people who I'll just say, like, sometimes I'll say to my dad, my dad's in his 60s, I'll say, I don't know, dad, you're sounding like a fucking millennial to me. I'm like, shut the fuck up.
0: (laughs) Well, and I guess that's what it is. I mean, I was just talking with somebody earlier that is a millennial, and he's like, I'm not a fucking millennial. And I'm like, well, I mean, technically you are. And he's like, but I'm not. And it's like, what does that word come with? You know, because it definitely isn't just the age range you're talking about on Wikipedia here. I mean, it's, it's giving you what, 80, 81 to 96. Basically, early 80s to mid-90s. So if you were born then, whether you like it or not, you are a millennial. Uh, whether you behave like a, a millennial, I guess, is something else, right?
1: I think if you were to define... like, If someone were to say... If you were to, like, sculpt a millennial out of clay, right? Uh-huh. You couldn't go in without the, de- the thing saying, okay, they're between the ages of, what, I don't know, 18 to 35-ish, drowning in student loan debt off a useless, off <laughs> of a useless degree that... Should have been advised for them to not do. Uh, they change jobs every every mm-hmm. six months because the bosses mean to them. Uh, they're not allowed. They have to wear like certain dress code at work, so that's a cause of contention for them. I think right. there's just a lot of these like insults that are thrown around based on the idea that okay, they're a millennial, they're entitled to this, entitled to that. Yeah, I, I think that's really what it comes down to. I think obviously it's more or less a sarcastic term, but it does have. It is. It's just yeah, a, but, yeah,
2: but but they, they- there are also uh, a couple things that they uh, they they're blamed for falling birth rates and home ownership rates. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, if it, you think
0: about it, I mean, well, the baby boom yeah, has bought yeah. up all the homes. Yeah. You know what I mean? The idea of a millennial actually growing up and owning a home is like a it's, it's a myth at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Forget about generation Z. Yeah, they got no yeah, chance. They're yeah. going to live in basements forever. Well, just like well, Nob definitely... said,
2: Nob, I guess. Nope. Nob. Nope. No. 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 Just like Nob said, it's,
3: I don't be a dick, but <laughs> it's all right. You're being a real novel <laughs> Running Man. <laughs> well, running no, Man there's like... actually something to that because the majority of millennials are actually tending to flock to major cities. And when they live in these cityscapes, the homeownership around in the suburbs, that's where all the houses are. That's where the cost to build and develop is significantly cheaper. Yep. So that's where you have enough land and you can actually have a house. The vast majority of millennials actually have no desire to... To buy a house no. because they want to live in the city yeah which is why you see all these high-rises being built and these micro-sized condos that are being built all over these major cities you know you look at chicago you look at boston you look at new york city you have these really densely packed tiny tiny little condos and apartments but millennials are completely happy living in that yeah. setting because they want to be out and experiencing the world and not at home yeah. like the measures for success to a millennial have changed from what the boomers and the Gen Xers measured as success. You know, the boomer generation was all about how much money do you have in the bank? How big is your house? What car do you drive? Like that was how you measured success. How much do I have children? Like those milestones were the things that the boomer generation really prided themselves on. The
2: boomers also didn't don't have the double income. Also the boomers when my parents were growing (laughs) up, my mom never worked. They could survive on a single income. Yeah, exactly. But now these the millennials, they're sorry guys, but um. <laughs> we can pick on them. That's why yeah, we hit. can. That's <laughs> right. That's right. But they, uh, you know, they they they're building, like you said, these 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 mini micro villages. They even just have to walk downstairs, and there's their Starbucks. There's their right. Abercrombie, there's there everything right in in one spot so isn't isn't Abercrombie a gen x thing no it's a millennial, thing. No, it's it's millennial. Is, there's millennials sitting and out there with no shirt exist? on yeah yeah
0: <laughs>
1: i think i think uh, when you think about like millennials you think about like the pumpkin like the unquote the pumpkin spice latte <laughs> thing like it's all it's like these coffee shops there's yeah. these little places
3: there no, um that's every girl in new england yeah <laughs> Are those basic forget, bitches? Basic
1: bi- basic, <laughs> basic bitches. bitches. Well, basically, that- I'm pretty sure basic bitch PSL. was created
3: by millennials. It was definitely yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure the term basic bitch describes almost every millennial male. Oh boy, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> that's wearing that. Uh, glad I'm a Gen X. Jeans. Yeah. Glad I, I mean, <laughs> if he comes into your coffee shop and he's wearing his skinny jeans or his yoga pants, because apparently millennial men will wear yoga pants, yeah. which is that's not a really thing. friggin' That's weird. not a I've thing. I've totally seen. I don't. It. I don't want that oh, to be a thing. With oh, his man I've bun. Seen it. And Man his bun. beard that looks like he intentionally doesn't keep up with it, but right. he's actually meticulously ironically, grooming it. <laughs> he ironically doesn't keep up with it? Correct. <laughs> like, he has just enough neck beard yeah. that you're like, maybe he doesn't trim his neck beard, but he actually sat there for three hours prepping Get just his neck yeah, beard. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the guy I picture when I think about these, like, super basic millennial men. Yeah. Mm. Little quick fact: Do you
1: know that like some absurd high number of people who have those big beards have a a trace of fecal matter in them? Oh, Did you I, know actually, that? I, I how fucked is that? I saw something about that
0: recently because it, there was an article about like how I, I don't know why. I mean, I had a beard; it actually caused me to cut my beard down a little bit because it, it made me feel disgusting <laughs> you know like i had this guy had a good like four or five inch length beard and i was really proud of it and then i read that article about all the shit that people had in their uh, beard and i was like that's <laughs> gross that's <not> <laughs> and i washed my beard every day and it still made me feel disgusting
2: <laughs> well don't laugh guys there's 36 percent of uh the united states workforce is millennials right now yep and by uh, the year 20 2025 is 75 percent globally they'll be the workforce so you guys better start doing shit, because I want to fucking retire, man. <laughs> we, we very clearly read the
3: same article. Yes, that's we exactly. Do. What's yeah. on my screen right yeah. now? Yeah. Well, well,
1: I, I think also what when you talked about how uh, all the all the houses were bought up by baby boomers, I right. think it also comes down to the fact that a lot of millennials can't afford houses because they're paying hundreds of dollars a month in student loan debt.
0: Oh my god! And then yeah.
1: they're 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 getting the same job, uh, relative what the baby boomers got, but this time they also have to take on about three to six hundred dollars a month sometimes more well who pushed
0: that who pushed that college thing that college thing was pushed by the baby baby boomers boomers. go to college go to college and get a job yeah and basically the the college is what loving it yeah you know what i mean just everybody and that was that became like the path like to your point dubs like you know the idea of what what do you consider to be a successful person and you know to the millennials it was taught or even gen x too i mean i've I don't know what happened to my generation, but like, you know, the the millennials, it was like, go to college. And if you go to college, you'll be able to get a job. But that's not a thing anymore. It was in the 50s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why the baby boomers were pushing it. Like, no, go to college and get a job. And, you know, a degree gave you a better chance. Now, a degree gives you debt. And there's no guaranteed job.
2: And you end so. up back at your mom's and dad's house when you graduate mm-hmm. from from college. Cause... Get a get do a trade. Yeah. If you're a
0: millennial and you listen to this. Yeah. Go get a fucking trade.
1: That's well, it. Well, uh, oh, the trade schools for a long time were looked at as almost like uh, that's where you went when you weren't motivated. Yeah, you know, if the you trade were, schools. Yeah, if
0: you were gonna fail at life, you go to trade school and Got build it. shit. All of those millennials I are I laughing yeah.
1: straight <laughs> to the bank. I'm oh I'm willing to bet though the older millennials who are mm-hmm. in their 30s now are. A lot of them are making over six figures, and mm-hmm. and a lot of them, the equivalent's going to law school and stuff. Right. They might be making the same as their lawyer friend with 100% less debt.
0: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's that's really, I, to, to your point, man. you know, the, the change in tide here. You know, the millennials are making up the workforce. They're making up the political landscape. They're making up basically the future. And so you got these kids who, you know, were forced into college that are living in debt, and they want to see change, and they're demanding change. You yeah. know what I mean? And I actually... I think to a certain extent, the millennials are helping to reshape, you know, what the future of our country looks like in maybe a good way, maybe a bad way. I don't know. It's different and it's uncomfortable. And I know a lot of boomers, uh, my sister actually got me to uh, sign up for this Facebook page. Right. And it's a uh, it's a fun Facebook page where you you go on and it is uh, let me see. It's people. um what is this? Facebook asking for weird permissions? I'm gonna put that down. All right. So basically, it's Get like, off porn yeah. Cells. I don't know. Why, I don't, it, it, Facebook wants me to do something weird, but it's like it's people pretending to be baby boomers on Facebook, so posting as though you're a baby boomer. And it's like uh. I don't know how to use this equipment, and it's like all in caps, and it's it's absolutely hilarious. But you know, it's it's obviously you know there's a generation uh, of the baby boomers and even like the early Gen Xers who just don't understand the millennials who, by definition, were born in the information age. You know what I mean? Born into cell phones, born into computers, born into internet and social connection, internet connection. That, like, you know, even the schools. Like, the schools are... Uh, do you guys know what, what public schools were originally designed? Just a little fun fact. To get the kids out of your hair? Train, no, it train was... a good <laughs> little worker bees. It was yeah. to train workers. Wow. It was to keep the population trained. To train a, a, a generation of... of Compliant workers for, for um, uh, trades and manufacturing and mines and uh, warehouses and factories and stuff. Yep. yep.
3: Educated and just enough to be useful, but not over educated enough to fight so they back. challenge the authority. And they
0: control the flow of information. So public schools were originally designed as that. And so you got this like, somewhat archaically designed school system, right? That's designed to treat a certain type of person. But generationally, we've grown. Information technology has grown. How people learn has changed. And so the schools aren't even keeping up with the way that Gen X or Millennials or Generation Z learn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the age of medication, and that's the age of how do you get Millennials to calm down? You give them Adderall and, you know, whatever else you want to give them. Just, just calm down. Just sit in the back of the room and be calm. You know what I mean? Well, just, uh, just
3: three monitors to work from, and we're fine.
0: Yeah, three monitors, a ball <laughs> yeah. to roll around on, something to fidget with in your hand, a little that's spinner. It. That's all that's you it. need. There's I, no
2: more manufacturing jobs anymore. There's no more... No. Um, my you know i remember my uh, grandfather aunt and uncle they all grew up in factories Mm -hmm. and uh, that's gone i mean we don't manufacture anything here anymore so i guess we had a change with the tides and that's the where the millennials came in and they they change and it's i guess silicon valley silicon valley was kind of in that that um maybe gen x or uh like the cusp of of you and I versus well, I would say the Gen X is
0: Silicon Valley, you know what I mean? It's not baby boomers mm-hmm. and it's it's they're probably bringing millennials in, but
2: Yeah, but I think the the uh the, the millennials kind of pushed it forward to where we're at, well, obviously is Zuckerberg
0: did. a millennial? Yes. Oh, yeah, oh yes. yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. What
0: about the Twitter guy? What's his name? He looks like he Twitter, guy. Twitter guy. Twitter yeah. <laughs> That's his nickname. We call That's him
1: Twitter guy. Yeah. I think he is. I think, I think he's a little older. I think he's a little older. I know Zuckerberg is definitely a he millennial. He is a
2: millennial. Yeah. What's yeah. yeah. his Musk? Elon Musk is a Generation He's X. a yeah. Generation yeah. X guy. Yeah. He smokes a lot of pot. He too. is hilarious. man. <laughs> yeah, he is. And a brother is off the fucking chain, that guy. His brother? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Leon or. Yeah. He's. Elon and e- and Leon? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, but he's, all, he's off the wall. Yeah. He's off the wall. So. I
1: think ultimately uh, where you get the, the one real definition they want to have with millennials, they're actually seeing this is like the first generation where their s- standard of living actually might be smaller than what the standard of living was More for the yeah. baby boomers. Ultimately, I mean, it's harder to buy a house. Yep. It it, it, there's so many more costs of living now. Health insurance, even the average person pays more in health insurance. Right. Uh, All those things, their money doesn't go as far as it did with the baby boomers. They're saying this is the first generation. It's like that. They say Gen X is better. It was a better standard living than the baby boomers. But getting the millennials now, ultimately, per capita, most people's standard living is now lower than Mm -hmm. what their parents had. Absolutely.
0: Well, I would say it's more efficient, you know, I mean, if you're, uh, before it was get the biggest house you can on the biggest piece of property that you can, get as much money as you can, basically, get as much money and as many toys as you can before you die. That was the 80s,
2: Uh, what you call cocaine and fucking uh, house, big, huge houses. Yeah, but weren't those boomers? No, yeah. that would well I yeah. believe It was like were,
0: borderline. I would say that's borderline, borderline. Gen X and, 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 so, and so, so 1955
1: so nineteen like fifty five or something. Nineteen fifty five, you're like nineteen eighty five, they're thirty. So yeah. I mean the yuppies and everything of the eighties. Like I think of uh, that movie American Psycho with oh my um, Patrick god, I, I always think of that movie like <laughs> as like pro- as like probably the pinnacle of like the baby boomers, like these baby boomers having all this money and they oh. literally they are just so shallow and all they care about is the nice clothes, the yep. nice apartment. The best it, business card. Does, the best mis- <laughs> the part one he of the walk, most
3: iconic her, scenes in a movie. Yeah. Come on. Part,
1: the part where he walks in, I, I, I'm going to paraphrase. I don't remember exactly. But he goes, I walk into Paul Allen's apartment, and I am stunned to see that his apartment overlooks the park. And it's <laughs> way more expensive than mine. <laughs> but that's such a powerful statement. It's like, it that's how a lot of them were. And you talk to a lot of them, even the ones who aren't super wealthy and aren't super materialistic. A lot of them still. They're like, "Yeah, I want that nice car. I want this." Right. You're talking about baby boomers now who are retired. Like they're all investing into those. Well, that was the American dream. cars and yeah. the
0: American dream has changed, right? So that's what we're talking about. At yeah. the time, the American dream was really it, it was it was really easy to fit into. It was houses, cars, kids,
2: money in the, the bank, the white picket fence, the white picket fence, the the retirement. It was yeah. just really simple, right? 401ks. Yeah, that's what we have now. We don't have retirement plans we don't Mm -hmm. have a pension anymore you guys gave us the 401ks thanks
1: (laughs) (laughs) thanks for that (laughs) yeah
2: and whenever whenever you have a conversation with
1: like your stereotypical baby boomer who kind of lives on that classic american dream you talked about mental health they're like they they're like, what do you what do you mean mental health? Like they don't right.
0: understand. Yeah, why is life so hard? Yeah, you know, just get money. Yeah, just get just get a house. Just get a job. Yeah, just do like the thing. M-
1: money is the root of happiness, and right. we're we're all we're all realizing that that's not mm-hmm. the case. Uh, that's obviously a very complex issue, but that really comes down. I think the big thing is that mental health. Yep. that's really been explored quite a bit now with millennials. Is how do we optimize mental health?
0: Mm-hmm. And well, that's what I was just saying as far as the schools. I mean, whether it was even Gen X when I was there or millennials or Generation Z, which is my kids, um, you know, going through school, there is, I I think I've talked about this on on another podcast, which is that I couldn't imagine being a teenager growing up in the age of technology that we have right now, where my every move, my every action could be videotaped, used against me, could be interacted with on social media. Somebody could start an account about me where I'm a fucking piece of shit. And everybody could follow it, and my whole life could be ruined as or, a teenager. Or
2: you can post something on Facebook and get fired the next day. Exactly. That's fucking bullshit.
0: Well, I mean, if you go. so, it happens so all the time. So Gen yeah. X was fill out applications and references. <laughs> yeah. You know, Gen, uh, Millennials was fill out an application online, references, and then the people hiring you are going to do a deep dive into your social media and they're going to see all the weird shit that you've done. No, put, put and your, they do. Put your stuff
3: on,
2: on Monster.
3: So, so I am a hiring manager and have been a hiring manager for a long time. Yeah. And the very first thing I do when I'm reviewing an applicant to actually do an interview with them is I Google their name. Mm-hmm. And what always pops up is if it's somebody who's in mm-hmm. truly a professional setting, they will, their LinkedIn will be the first thing I see. Yep. And then their Facebook is almost always number two that pops up. Of course. Uh, and... If they have a public Facebook profile, you can bet your ass I go when I take a look why at their public you? Facebook yeah. profile. I was gonna hire you. I want to see do something crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, kind of
0: weird shit you do when you're not here. <laughs> yeah,
3: but, but what what difference does that make? This is well, it I'm
0: didn't it didn't make a difference for years, but because you put all your stuff out there, it does make a difference now. Like, why wouldn't you look at it?
2: Well, yeah, but why but would you base somebody because they like wearing pink sneakers, but they're an excellent No, those aren't the
3: kind of things you look for, but you look for mm-hmm. major red flags. You look for people that, you know, they have a bunch of racist shit posted on their well, Facebook. Yeah, like, yeah. alright, I'm probably wanna, not gonna hire somebody who has a bunch of racist shit posted the on their Facebook place, yeah. profile. Yeah, but, but like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. say if
1: somebody just goes in their pictures of them smoking pot or something, drinking, up, like, going out and getting shitty with their friends, I mean, that, that says a lot. Like, okay, people do that, but There should be an understanding. Like, okay, like if that's what you're doing, keep that private. And it's also like, why are you putting that on there? It's almost like you're wearing it as a badge of honor. Well, that's what I'm saying. So
0: So I didn't grow up with that. So all the pictures of the weird shit that I did, they're Polaroids. They're gone. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? They're burnt. They're, we they're, grew they're
2: up, trash. We grew up doing that shit, but we Polaroids. didn't we didn't. Fucking... Yeah, they're Polaroids. Yes, <laughs> yeah, they I know. They were Polaroids. Go ahead. Laugh.
3: It's fine. <laughs> that's that's a thing. For our millennial <laughs> listeners, yeah. there was once upon a time a camera where when you took the picture, it printed the picture out of the camera for you.
0: An automatic photo. That's you right. You got it. an
3: instant photo. That's right. The original
0: Instagram. Yeah, that was Instagram. <laughs> the original Instagram. Scrapbook. Yes. But, like, so you were talking about mental health for a generation. You know what I mean? Like, if as millennials and Gen uh, Y, or Gen Z, I mean, um, Gen Y is actually millennials. So if Y and Z grew up in the age of information technology with all the social media and stuff, the stress level, the ability to deal with school, the ability to deal with social, like being so connected that you don't have to connect like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna be the old guy that complains about the way things were for a second so as a kid uh, when i was growing up if i wanted to find out where my friends were i didn't know all their phone numbers so i couldn't call their house i would hop on my bike and i would ride around and knock on doors right knock on someone's door now it's dangerous. Like you could get shot.
2: Or, or they're <laughs> yeah. seeing their ring doorbell. Yeah. Why? Why are you Why are you
0: knocking at my door? Why didn't you text yeah. me first? You know. Or kids, if they want to find out what's happening that day, they'll snap or they'll or they'll tweet or they'll they'll text or whatever to find out where people are, and that's how they connect. So they're automatically connected. They don't have to go out and interact socially. You can find kids that are they'll interact all day but never talk to each other. Social skills drop. Right. Adds to the mental health. I don't know how to interact in a world where social skills are required or necessary. Yep. I think
1: that's where they're finding a lot of the issues lie, especially in a job that demands that you interact with interact with clients. Like you're trying to get this person to buy your product. You have to have those social skills. It's not just about the product. You
2: also have to be able to sell it. You gotta be likable. Yeah, but people don't have those. I agree with that, but if you're talking to another millennial they're going to communicate the same way you're communicating, which might be on exactly. on this, well, this, you know, you can't see it, but on the phone or the computer. I mean, I never wrote in, I hate writing emails. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see that, I, I don't understand it. I'd rather talk to somebody and kind of tell them about it and, and whatever the product is that you're selling. But these guys... A perfect example, like my kids, I'll be texting the hell out of them, Yeah, and I'm like, I'm done texting. I'll call them up. They won't answer the fucking phone. <laughs> and then they'll they text you. Ne- what do you want? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why are you calling me? Me. Yeah. Is like, something wrong? Are you wrong? kidding me? <laughs> if, my, if
0: my kids call me, I think something's wrong. <clears throat> yeah, oh, yeah. My phone rings. I'm like, is everything okay? <laughs> yeah. Because I know you just
3: text me. <laughs> well, that's why <laughs> I answered weird. when you called me the other night. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is everything okay? I don't know if this is an emergency or not. Let me answer this phone call. Yeah. yeah, it gets. It, yeah, it gets. A Usually,
1: little... when someone calls me, I take it it's a next level of importance. Like right. you have yeah. to. Speak but the to me phone in call or
0: the knock at the door or the, the the normal human interaction was the standard, you know. And that was the, again, that's how we grew up, or that's how I grew up, yeah. you know. And I, and I learned a lot of life skills, and I learned a lot of survival skills in this world because I had to interact with people, you know. I had to gauge them. I had to decide how to communicate with them. I had to learn how to survive socially. Kids now don't necessarily have to do that. They live in the safety of their parents' home with overprotective parents or helicopter parents that never let them experience a sharp edge yeah. You know, or any of the pain that life has to offer to grow. and
2: Yeah, but they don't even have to go to a store now. All they do is just click on Amazon, Amazon. Yeah. and they get whatever they want, and it's right. delivered to their house within I feel, I feel like five an old,
0: hours. I feel like an old person sitting on the porch complaining about the next generation. This sucks.
3: <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I am that generation, and I sit here and I bitch and moan about that generation These on a damn daily kids. basis.
0: <laughs> These damn kids don't know how good... We used to walk two That's miles a- in the snow to get to school. <laughs>
3: That's how I feel right now. You're 100% right about the whole social skills thing. Like I I had a conversation the other day with a Gen Xer, you know, your your generation. Mm-hmm. And the best generation He was asking right? me, he's That's like, right. "So, Hair no hands. offense,
0: no offense to you guys." <laughs> he's Hair like, bands.
3: "How how did you and your fiance meet?" And I was like, "Oh, we met like everybody does. We met online." <laughs> and he's like, "I don't understand that concept. Dating in your generation must be an absolute nightmare." And I was like, "I'll tell you right now. If I walked up to a random woman, at the grocery store, and just said, hey, I think you're really pretty. I'd like to take you out on a date. Could I have your phone number? You get mace. She's maced. going yeah. to either mace me, <laughs> scream, or walk away. Yeah. I was like, we live in a generation now, the whole millennial generation and the Gen Z, if you just walk up to me and I don't know you,
0: yeah, it's I'm weird.
3: immediately thinking ill intent, and I'm running for the hills. Like That's our generation, though. We're just programmed to not... Want those random human interactions? Yeah. We don't interact with people at the table. Well, and like in we a parent, have-
0: in a parenting role, like how do you parent? Kid? Like, so I have boys, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm talking to my boys about how to meet girls. I'm like, just go up and talk to her. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you just go up and ask them. You, you know what him? I mean? Like you go, you go up and say, hey, you know, I like you. I want to take you out. Oh, can we do something? He's like, that's not how it works, Dad. Cool. And I'm like, well. You know,
1: <laughs> I, I, I joke around with people about when people ask me how my girlfriend and I meet, and I say, I think I might have been the last person on planet Earth to go up and talk to her. <laughs> I said, I think I might the, be the last person in human on, on planet Earth who met a girl at the gym, asked her on a date, and I yeah. got one. You didn't slide into her DMs I, casually I, I from didn't. a post? <laughs> I was not I, I don't even think I was friends with her on Facebook. We right. just started <laughs> talking at the gym. But like that's really... We, we joke about that, but that's... Very much a reality it now. It
4: is, yeah. When they yeah.
1: created the Tinder app, people were laughing at it like, oh, this is like trashy. But like, people meet on there now. Like, that's how, that's families. how it is. There's
0: families that are going to be eaten with their kids. How did you guys meet? Oh, it was Tinder. I swiped right. You know, it was just, it was great. It had, is right, isn't it? Right, right's to the I'm, right one? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: I had one of my roommates used to go to town with that and they used to just swipe right all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And they just so happened to, whoever, which one swiped right on them. Yeah. And well, that's how it is. Just like, they're just yeah. going through their day. They're watching TV there, swiping right, and swipe, they swipe, met swipe, the swipe, girl swipe. that yeah. they end up marrying. It's like well, sweet you I and met I met would fiance. we would
2: really We'd go right on around Tinder, the on bar when, when we would want to meet somebody. Yeah, <laughs> you'd
0: actually have to go up and talk to people.
2: Yeah, yeah, you'd have to go right to the next one at the bar. The so, bar was so, our, our dating
0: app. So before Tinder, it was <laughs> a game of numbers, right? You got to same thing, swiping, it's a game of numbers. You know what I mean? Swipe as many times as you can, and you, one of them is going to work out. It, that's how it was before. You have to go up and talk to you know. 10, 20 women to get one of them to be like, you know what? Okay, <laughs> I guess, I guess so. You yeah, seem acceptable. Yeah, yeah. That poor guy walking take, around all night. Yeah, talking. I'll take, I'll take the drink. That's fine. <laughs> I'll take the drink.
1: But I think, in a way, there's there is that we, we talk about. Okay, we live in an efficient efficiency apps. All these things make all our lives easier. But I, I still think there is that human interaction piece that. Is missing in my generation, and can be, be and can be better because although if you're talking to two millennials who are making a business deal, there's still that human-to-human interaction that is I don't think is ever going to go away, and I just find. We have to find some way to bridge the gap as to what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. But, they, and that's...
0: but two millennials would understand each other. Yes. Right? It's like, you know, if you put two people that speak Spanish in a room, they get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they, they talk that language, and then I'm in there like, what? What's happening? I don't understand. <laughs> you know? And, and so if you put... Like if I'm gonna do a business venture and I sit down with a millennial about it, I'm I, we might not be speaking the same language. You know what I mean? Like Should I say, re- nice man bun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sweet man bun. Yeah, bro. yeah, I like that. Got to learn how to
0: talk to them. You know, what? make them feel good. Yeah, those pants are really tight. It's, do your you friends help you put those on? <laughs> or, or nice jelly shoes? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you yeah, look really. You, you look really relaxed and comfortable.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. You smell. You smell pumpkin. What's, that? What's in that? What's that tea? They were just at the Abercrombie store because I smell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the scent that they pump through that store. Did I see you
1: at the mall standing in front of Abercrombie without a shirt trying to sell me clothes? <laughs> well, the it? mall, that's, a, the that's, mall. Becoming a, that's becoming a, a, a myth. The, malls the ancient are closing mall yeah. in waves. Like, well, yeah. if, did you watch Stranger, uh, Stranger Things 3? I, I watch, I, I've watched <laughs> only the first three episodes. All right. so well,
0: well the, in, in 3, it's like the mall came out. You know what I mean? And that's all about the 80s. And when the mall came out, the mall was social media
3: (laughs) the mall is like where i grew up yes when i was a teenager everybody was at the mall on friday and saturday of course like even though yes i'm a millennial i'm on the older side of millennials for our listeners but uh yeah the mall was the hangout like that's that's where you went if you wanted to find your friends when i was 14 15 years old Mm -hmm. the mall food court right that's where everybody was, but that was in the early mid 90s. Like. If,
0: if if you go to the mall now, it's it's a bunch of uh, millennials walking around with their phones on, looking at their phones, and a bunch of boomers doing laps. <laughs> That's what the mall is now. That's so, all it is. so if you go there in the morning, like right when it opens, there's boomers doing laps, holding hands, talking about the way things used to be. There's a bunch of millennials just trying to get in and out, and then there's you know into the Apple yeah store. Generation Z with their parents just really embarrassed. I can't believe I'm here. This is so stupid. Why didn't we just order it on Amazon? You guys suck. This is yeah. fucking bullshit.
3: You know. And there's that one fat guy sitting in front of Brookstone in the massage chair. Yes. Right. <laughs> that guy's always there. It's Dubs. Every time you go to. <laughs> To be fair, yes. <laughs> yeah. With, with an
2: anti-pretzel and a, and a big Diet Coke. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, millennials to me, it's it, it means something. It, forget about the generation. Forget about like the 81 to 96 or whatever you want to define it as. And I'm sure that everybody feels differently. Like if you fit into that 81 to 96, I'm sure not all of you feel like millennials. Not all of you identify as millennials. And it's like that, that negative connotation that comes with it all the time it's like oh those fucking millennials they're ruining the they're ruining the world you know what i mean and and (laughs) it's definitely not that most of the people that i know i mean are are younger than Mm -hmm. me you know in in business and my partner and you know all the people that i I hang around with they're not millennials in the sense of what that word really embodies you know they might be age wise but they don't fit
2: that the millennials killed mtv as you and i know it Mm -hmm. They, they just destroyed it Mm-hmm. It's, it's a bunch of you know Tony Hawk. Remember Tony Hawk? I do. He was on. He that's when it all went south. MTV, guys, for everybody out there, used to be music television. That's what it means. It used to be videos and Well, songs. video
0: killed the radio stuff. Yes, it did. <laughs> all right.
2: <laughs>
0: and social media and SoundCloud killed MTV. Yes. <laughs> you definitely just dated yourself, sir. I, I, it's fine. I don't mind. I don't mind. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Yeah, so that, I mean, that, obviously, again, you know, I remember all the wonderful things about my generation that helped mold me into who I am today. And I think generationally we all have to be flexible you know like i was saying with the schools and stuff i think i think we need to adapt and i think we need to just accept that millennials aren't they're not the problem it's that the world isn't necessarily shifting with them there's all these people with power and money all the all the wealth in the country is baby boomer wealth or pre-baby boomer wealth old money old money it's all old money and it's all old money controlling the country and everybody's afraid to let go of the way things were the good old times and you know, I actually, I can't wait for the shift, you know, the, the, the shift to catch up to the way things are and, and, and catch up to, you know, uh, teaching kids the way kids should be taught, you know, teaching the generation that it's okay to, to do things the way that you do it. Like business, all my business runs through social media. And I, th- I think that without it, if I didn't know how to use it, and I just sat around complaining about social media, like think about Uber and Lyft, right? So when it came out, all the people that had medallions right the the taxi medallions you talk you know how much a medallion costs oh yeah half a million dollars oh, yeah. you know people would pitch in together like three or four people Did would, cost did go, yeah back when you yeah. needed one <laughs> but like a, a taxi medallion was at half a million dollars you know what i mean or hundreds of thousands of dollars where a group of people would pitch in and get a taxi medallion and share the taxi and that's how they made a living that's how they brought their family over here that's how they survived and When Uber and Lyft came out, it was about not shifting with the technology, the age of technology. If taxi companies had just said, this is the way things are, created an app, invested some of the money and said, you know what? We're going to change with the times instead of fighting against it. Uber and Lyft never would have been a thing.
3: Exactly. Well, a big problem with that is that a lot of people had to finance those taxi medallions and Mm -hmm. then the values plummeted. So if you think about the taxi medallion, it's very similar to like when the housing market really tanked. Now you have this asset that you owe more than it's worth. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of those guys couldn't invest the money into the technology that they needed to adapt. Mm-hmm. They were stuck. Or or in they these don't, loans. they didn't understand the technology. That's the other problem.
2: I mean, taxi company you needed a CB radio and right. uh, and a bunch of cars, and you had yourself. You know, I remember when when Lyft and Uber came out, and I, I would refuse to use them. Mm-hmm. Refuse. I said I would say I'm trying to keep taxi. the taxis alive yeah I'm trying to do it I was trying to do it I was like you know fuck it man it's so much easier you hit the app they know where the fuck you're at they come mm-hmm. get you and you go mm-hmm. and that's it you know I mean if they're gonna rape you they're gonna rape you right. in an Uber or a, or a taxi you know what I mean you gotta you know but now it's it's actually even safer <laughs> Did you just say they, <laughs> they're gonna rape you either way <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ the background check process is
3: more intense with Uber and Lyft than it ever yeah. was oh, yeah. with taxi drivers yeah. oh, like, yeah. I've been in taxis mm. where I was scared for my life yeah. but every time I'm picked up up in an Uber, yep. Never had an issue. You Lyft, on the picture. other hand, I've been a little nervous with some of the Lyft drivers. I've been like, nah. that, that's like the hood of the taxis." <laughs> but everything's
0: like that now. I mean, DoorDash, mm-hmm. um, you know, everything is a button away, and and I actually I like it. It's convenient, and to be honest with you, to to our point earlier about like you know Zuckerberg bringing Facebook in, millennials brought that in. Mm-hmm. Convenience, right? Efficiency, and it is more convenient. It is more efficient. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's we have to be willing to let go of the old way of doing things to accept it, and that's hard.
1: And I yep. think with Uber and Lyft, what they their their commercials are always like, always talking about driving with Uber, like earn, like, oh like chill, watch a movie, then go earn. Like yeah. it's always talking about. I mean, that's one thing that's
0: so appealing. <laughs> it's
1: very appealing, but actually, when you look into it, there are some interesting details that they, mm-hmm. you know, make it. Little more difficult than it seems but ultimately they're trying to talk about how there are more opportunities now for people to make money like if you really think about it someone can literally have a business just with their mm-hmm. iPhone you can make literally. a business on
0: Instagram you can yeah. you can buy you can have an, Inst- uh, uh, an Amazon account where you can buy from China right you can get uh, yep. bulk items from China have it shipped through Alibaba, which is their uh, Amazon, sent to you. You can buy, like, uh, let's say, a wireless earbud. You can get 10 of them for $225. You post them all on Amazon for $100 a piece, and you make, like, $700, listing them at half price. You don't ever have to leave your couch. Nope. Ship yep. directly to you, and then you ship them all out. Have yeah. to have you don't even you, have, you to, don't own even have
2: the, to get the stuff shipped to you. You can have a shipping yeah. company do it for you. You, right. you don't even you need just, the warehouse. Yeah. No. It's, it's no. called
3: drop shipping. It's an exactly. e-commerce model yep. where you it's literally beautiful. never touch your product. I yep. have a half a dozen clients that do that. But
0: people get their product. It's efficient and it does work. But it it pushes up against you know the mod uh, the the older age of like box stores, malls. Yep. You know what I mean? Actually walking in, like you were saying, taxis. I mean, who calls a cab? You know what I mean? Like, who gets on the phone and is like, yeah, could I have a cab, please? You know, and you get some gruff guy that's yeah. sitting in a closet somewhere. Like, yeah, hold on. I'll we'll send someone over in 45 minutes, guy. You that's know what I mean? looking yeah. guy. <laughs> all, you, all I picture is a closet full of cigarette smoke. He's like, yeah, we'll fucking get there we get there. You know what I mean? Jesus well, Christ. Well,
2: first when you call him, you, yeah, Red's taxi, please hold. Yeah. Now you're standing in the fucking rain. Yeah. You're waiting for Red's taxi to pick yeah. up. And, you know, and then he tell you 45 minutes. On a payphone. What's a payphone? Phone? Yeah. <laughs> What's a payphone? well i think the millennials tried to usher in convenience for us yeah and yep. uh which they did a hell of a job doing it and uh you know the the convenience is great but with convenience comes a, a couple different things you're taking away a lot of jobs with this convenience yeah um you're taking away a lot of um uh you know uh, like like, brick-and-mortar stores are do- are done. Yep. You know, the local... Who goes to the local store anymore? Mm-hmm. I mean, I do still. Boomers. But yeah. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> Boomers, keeping it alive. <clears throat> yeah. You're 100% right, though. Like, yeah. a lot of good, stable jobs that have been stable jobs forever are dying. Yeah. Like, if you walk into a bank... So, I used to be a manager at a bank, and we had 11 teller windows at the bank, of which two were staffed. We had nine extra windows cause there was no point in doing a massive renovation, cutting the building size down, all of those things. But there were only two tellers because most of my generation bank online. Yep. Like, you don't even need a I, bank anymore. I, yeah, I, the only my, time I ever go to the bank is if I need cash for something. Literally, yeah. like, if I'm going to the tattoo parlor and I know they don't take credit cards <laughs> at the tattoo parlor, I go to the ATM. That's or it. tonight we were all going to get some food and I stopped at the ATM and grabbed a 20. Yeah, but you don't even go into the bank anymore. Yeah, no, I went to the ATM and yeah. the grocery Listen, store. Listen, yeah. Venmo, are
2: you yeah. kidding
0: me? I don't get. I don't carry cash yeah. anymore. yeah yeah oh oh what you you want money for what we just did venmo <laughs> yeah.
1: I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and she she's college kid and she was saying how she got she won a hundred dollars in a in, in a powerlifting competition and i mm-hmm. was saying like and i was making a comment about it she goes i got that in june and i still have that cash now right because i never used it who we'll uses cash i used it all summer i
3: still you have probably get, half of it get some bitcoin
0: yeah <laughs> I mean, or, or am i the only one you, that
3: keeps cash in my car and has like a box of cash at the house for like no, just in case no. something goes what wrong what kind of like, car do you have and where do you live yeah where do you pack your car <laughs> yeah at night? dude I, my truck's parked right outside i drive a little nissan frontier you can go ahead and check my glove box there's a yep. 20 in there yeah yep. yep. that's it i keep a 20 for just I'm, in case. i, I want to know where yep. the box is to yep. be yep. honest with you because that box
0: of cash sounds really enticing <laughs> you got to figure
3: out which one of the 20 cigar boxes at my house has cash in all right. right so all the
0: cigar boxes are coming home that's and it's, right yeah
3: it's it's a bonus anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanna you want to hear the most millennial convenience thing <laughs> that I did today? And I, this one, I love it every time I do it. So there's a Chick-fil-A about a mile from my house. I love Chick-fil-A. And everybody in my town apparently loves it. Because every time I go there for lunch, there's a line out the fucking door waiting to order. Chick-fil-A has an app. And I can be sitting at my desk at my house working, order my food, have it ready and prepared for me, and then leave my house, drive over there. And my food's ready and waiting on a counter, ready for me to pick up. Just grab it and go back. I've done it a ton of times (laughs) where, like, I've just suddenly stopped by at, like, a Dunkin' Donuts. Or, like, suddenly stopped by at a Chick-fil-A or a dozen other restaurants that all do it. Panera does it. A bunch of places do it. Starbucks does it big time. And I can walk up, see the line, and be like, fuck that. I'm not waiting in the line. So the other day, I decided to put it to the test. I walked up to Chick-fil-A and there was a line. So I punched in my order in the app. And noted who was at the back of the line. Who would have been in front of me. And then I waited and I watched for when my food came out. And then I watched where Homeboy was in the line when my food came out. And he'd moved up maybe 7 or 8 places. He was probably still 15 minutes away from ordering his food. And I walked out with my food. And that's like the most millennial thing in the world. Is I didn't want to wait. And I put it in the app. And my food was ready before that, guys.
2: Well, it's a convenience. Like we said, you guys... you guys. If it was up to us, the Generation X, we would still be going to the Home Depots and all, all that. You guys made it easier for all this stuff to be delivered to us. Well, know? that's what I'm saying. They
1: they,
0: they <laughs> ushered in the
2: age of convenience. And, yeah, you Think know about what
1: I mean. Blockbuster. <laughs> oh, I remember, <laughs> Blockbuster. remember Blockbuster. I miss Blockbuster. I, I kind of do, and, I, and the thing is, it, it kind of started being phased out when I was in high school. But uh, yeah, I mean, Blockbuster. If we are thinking about a company that. It, it just never adapted to times so it was blockbuster blockbuster was putting all the little movie stores out of business mm-hmm. they they just they had a monopoly on the movie rental business and then they just never adapted to the, the, yep. to, the to the to the the new consumer who didn't want to go to the movie store they just literally wanted to get it so they had the mailing service and mm-hmm. then they had the streaming service mm-hmm. and then blockbuster was done redbox yeah. redbox Red box. Bo- even, i mean Red Bo- yeah. redbox redbox for redbox i know redbox was made it a little more mm-hmm. convenient it was just oh outside the gro- outside the grocery store but then I mean, Blockbuster is, was toast. And they were it, on top of the world at one point. I mean, they were taking up half of commercial, half of the time. of Every time you were watching anything on TV, half of the commercials,
2: I feel like, were Blockbuster.
0: I, there is still one Blockbuster that's up in Alaska. No, it's done. Really? Oh,
2: it's it's over? Yeah, really? yeah oh. about two months ago, it, it closed. Oh. This, this is funny because <laughs>
3: the other day I was having a conversation with a Gen Z kid. And I was trying to explain that when Netflix first came out, I would get DVDs mailed to my house. and he did it didn't compute like it it looked like it broke him he was like i don't understand what do you mean netflix is a fucking streaming service what do you mean they (laughs) mailed you dvds and i'm like dude when i was in my early 20s netflix mailing dvds was the shit and if you had like the six dvd package you were killing it and i had the six dvd package because i like my movies and that was the deal but like you could order entire shows and it would show up four different dvds for four different seasons of the show and that was netflix that's how they got started yeah and i remember doing that i don't even know if they offer it as a service anymore well, where less? they send out
0: the send out the dvds <clears throat> yeah i i don't know Well, Game who Fly uses dvds doesn't,
3: yeah doesn't Game you have Fly a dvd
0: player no <clears throat> if someone gave me a dvd i wouldn't know what to do with it <laughs> the my, the my computer I doesn't have even have take dvds anymore a yeah. dvd
2: player i have a Cars don't even take the CDs, CDs anymore. No, mine. Yeah. No,
0: mine does. Does it? Yeah, I mean, I use yeah, it. I have, I have a CD, ra- a, a little thing I put in the CD to hold my phone, um, as <laughs> what, a phone holder. Like,
2: well, what year is the model? Nineteen ninety-eight? <laughs> no, I got a twenty. I got a twenty eighteen. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have it's, a two thousand nine. His, and his car is has... like brand new. Yeah, I
0: got a brand okay. new in, in, Infinity, and and oh. it's got the it's got the CD thing.
3: Yeah, oh, okay, my, okay. my truck's only a 2017, and I got a CD player now. Oh, okay. Yeah, what are you driving, a fucking spaceship, dude? <laughs> I, <get a> spaceship. <laughs> no, I run. I run all over. You the run? Place, yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, you got a backpack with a CD
0: player. That's right. That's exactly. right. <laughs> a,
2: a, a six-changer.
0: Six <laughs> so, all right. So, how, how many of you remember the Walkman? Oh yeah, right. I, I just, for that. I had a Walkman, and yeah, yeah, then the, I had a walk, and man. do you remember the uh, the CD <laughs> version of that?
3: Yeah, with the, the, no the, the, no skipped. Skipped. Yeah, the no skip, the disc man, no skip, disc man. skipped every, every time it you try to it take did. that thing on a jog, it would <laughs> fucking skip every time your foot landed. I love yeah.
0: that they tried to come up with the no skip disc, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That what was a about...
3: thing in cars, too. For the yeah. longest time, the CD players in cars would the stop. CD
0: changer. If you had a CD changer in, in the your trunk,
3: trunk, oh, that was the yes, yeah, the 50 CD changer, yeah. I had that back when I had my Celica when I was in college, yeah.
0: So I had a CD changer in the trunk, I don't know if you remember the Lincoln. I had this Lincoln with a CD changer in the trunk, but I also had a bass box in the trunk. And so whenever I turned it up really loud, fucking skipped all my CDs. So it was terrible. Yeah.
3: For the record, of course, I remember that because that became my car.
0: That did become your car. (laughs)
3: That's
0: right. Dub's got the hand-me-downs. Me me, me and Sweets have known each other for a very long time. Yes, that's true. That's true. So, um, yeah, so these, uh, I, I like the idea of, you know, kind of embracing that, oh, you all right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fell off the couch. <laughs> You're like borderline, borderline boomer. You know I what am. I mean? Oh, yeah. He's just falling all over the place. But the, you know, the the uh, the, the millennials have ushered in this this new uh, uh, efficient uh, technology age of convenience and stuff. And and I for one, I embrace it. I love it. It's it's actually helped with my business, my personal life, and I'm okay with it. But I think that's where the frustration comes: is that it pushes so hard up against the traditional american dream and the way that americans were supposed to be like work hard save your money you know you got to fight for it it's supposed to be difficult and then it's like that i think they've defined uh, uh millennials as like generation me is what they call it. it's like the borderline late gen x early millennials as generation me like that there's some entitlement there there's there's some like it's supposed to be easy always looking for the easy way always looking for the easy money and you know, that pushes up hard against the people who work their asses off. Yeah. Well, you that, know,
2: that goes for any generation, though, if you think about it. When when they start, first started building cars, it would take them almost 64 hours to build a car. Once Ford um, invented the, the conveyor belt. Oh, yeah. It took them like nine minutes to build a car, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "That's bullshit. That's not how you build a car.
3: It's you know, it's a bunch of crap." It's and- supposed to be hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think you're supposed for- to bleed. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll be 3D printing cars pretty soon. You're probably they're 3D, right. They're 3D printing houses. Have you guys seen any of that? Yeah, with the concrete 3D yeah. printers. That yeah, that's crazy. Concrete prefab crazy. houses. I
0: mean, it's not. It, it's hard to get the equipment up, but once you set the equipment up, that house goes up like nothing. That's insane. It is. It's great though. I mean, if you think about it, we are more efficient. We are more efficient country, we are a more efficient generation, and it does come with some side effects, but I'm grateful for the information age and how the millennials embraced it and did stuff
2: with it that we just couldn't do. But then we're going to have to find more jobs, though, because that's going to take masons out, that's going to take carpenters Mm -hmm. out, that's going to take roofers out, that's going to take a lot of people out. That this machine does
0: not necessarily. If they adapt, mm-hmm. the jobs are there. You know what I mean. You still need technicians. You still need
2: people to run the equipment. It's just you won't be doing it the old way. You said it's like, like an auto mechanic, technicians. technicians. technicians yeah, but, you you don't have the skills, the carpentry skills anymore to, right. to build it. You you have to be a uh, Generation X or a, a millennial to to run that machine. Well, I couldn't run that machine. Well, it's like so, an auto mechanic. Exactly. Like the
1: mechanic. They, it used to be all just you know the the, the the structure of the engine, whatever. But now they have to know the computerized. Part yeah. of it. And if they yeah. don't, all right, you're, you're really... No yeah, one's going to get you worked on by your car. You're I mean, ancient now. now. Who the hell doesn't <laughs> have a car that... Is, yeah. Every car now has a very sophisticated computer in it. You're right. supposed to run diagnostics, know exactly... But what's that's, going on for the most part that's
0: keeping up with the technology that's accepting the fact that the world is changing and changing with it instead of pushing against it and getting mad and being like this fucking generation is you know they all they want everything fast and easy yeah i mean that's the way it is like yeah. change with it or be the grumpy person on the porch yelling at those behind. fucking kids you Yet know be left and, behind. yeah that's
2: yeah. what you're gonna end up doing so
0: so my so my <laughs> uh my family's into a uh, machinist uh my my brother owns a machine shop and uh you know, there's a we were talking about trades earlier, and there's for for a while that there was a, a a gap. People were not going into trades. Everybody was going to college, and I think that's that millennial. Everybody was going to college, and nobody was doing trades, and so there was a big, there was like a void. There was a vortex of like nobody was doing trades, and the shift went from, you know, the old standard machine shop of people standing there and a human just just tagging hours, just hours of standing in front of the machine and then it became cnc machines you know like these computer operated machines that it took it took a different it took a different person to program the machines and get them set up to put in the hours a tech person it still needed a person yeah. and you still had to do it except most of these guys were not growing with it you know they were being pushed out of the jobs because they weren't necessarily adapting continuing their
2: education evolving with the times and that's that translates across the board. Well, it also translates into a saving us money too, because mm-hmm. instead of pumping out one piece every couple minutes, you're pumping out thousands of pieces every couple seconds. At that point,
3: oh, it's a hundred percent true, though. Like nowadays, everything's so technology oriented. Like if you don't have at least a baseline understanding of technology, you can't adapt with the times. Like I look at, you know, I brought up the whole bank model. So the evolution of banking is becoming these smart banks where you can walk in and you can use a tablet and you can use an automated teller and you can use all of these things. And the future of being a branch manager at a bank probably isn't going to be based Mm. on social skills like it was when I was a branch manager. You know, 15, 20 years from now, the branch manager is going to be somebody with a tech degree that can go in and in real time, they can troubleshoot what's going wrong with the machines that everybody's using when they go inside. You know, you go into the grocery store now, have you seen that fucking robot that goes oh around the store? my god! I have never seen one. But I heard about them. Yeah, I know. Dude, they have one it in the market basket at the top bad. of my street. It literally just roams around the store, like. Human beings used to do this. They used to have ushers walking up and down the aisles in the grocery store, keeping inventory, checking for spills, yeah. and checking inventory yeah. if there was yeah. something going on. And I like, now I like the have ones with googly eyes on them. <laughs> 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 have yeah. you seen that? Yeah, so they, they, have they them decor- a stop and shop. Yeah, they decorate
0: them so they look oh more human-like.
3: the thing's literally the kids, foot kids, tall robot. I love the
1: kids but, yeah. that cry when it sees That just makes my day. The first time I saw it, I was like, "What the fuck is
2: this? Why is this even here?" Well, one thing about this show that the the other the other stuff podcast Mm podcast is that we do use reel to reel here as we record, record everything. Yeah. <laughs> yep, reel to ancient technology. That's right, that's right. Yeah, well even even this, what we're doing now. This is yeah. because of, of of the millennials. Absolutely, this you're small... able to listen
0: to us on whatever device you're listening exactly. because of this age of technology. Yeah. Which, exactly. if we didn't embrace it, yeah, yeah we'd be making mixtapes and trying to sell them on the fucking <laughs> yeah. corner. They're like, dude, listen to us talk. <laughs> <laughs> listen to us talk. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, dude, we talk a lot. Yeah, yeah there's a should, lot of talking. You should listen to us. But yeah, <laughs> podcast music. I mean, yeah. if you look at you know the uh, we were talking earlier about the the death of mtv and you know i think that has a lot to do with soundcloud and people being able to make their own music and put it out without the need of a record label without the need of like trying to go around and sell mixtapes they just drop an album and it's out on social media and and with a little bit of promotion you can listen to it and you can have an album. And next thing you know, someone's like, dude, that's fantastic. I'm going to take you and you're you're coming with me. The YouTubers are doing it. I think. Absolutely. That's, most, how Biba, that's how Biba came yeah, to it. Yeah,
1: I think he was the most famous person to kind of just noticed. the get super notice millennial. On, to, yeah, yeah, just to get <laughs> noticed on YouTube. be like, wow, this kid's got talent and he's a massive superstar. Who he, get now. Pick,
0: he, he got picked up by um, Ludacris, right? Wasn't it Luda? I don't that know. That picked up Biba?
3: I just know he's Canadian, so eh. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We don't have anything against. We love Canadians. Listen to our (laughs) podcast. I mean, to be fair, they're like the nicest human beings you've ever. They are, and I want I want them to listen. But that's definitely. They'll apologize to you because they haven't listened yet. Well, you know what you can do? You can
2: you can pack up a a a reel-to-reel tape and mail it out to them
3: yes yes yeah look for our mailers
0: yes (laughs) yeah well and and, you know my favorite thing about this this podcast is that we get to talk about so many different things that's why it is the other stuff like this is not you know this topic right here is fun i got a hundred other topics that we want to talk about probably topics that you want to listen to and you know i i think that talking about these generations yeah we picked millennials just because who fucking doesn't want to talk about millennials everybody (laughs) talks about them anyway but, you know, all the generations have something like that Baby Boomer thing on Facebook. I mean, it is, I don't know, if you guys want to, if you want to sign on, like, you have to fill out a little application to join, but it is funny stuff. And, you know, I think every generation comes with something stupid. Yeah. You know, uh, Generation X comes with a whole bunch. We're like the lost generation. You know what I mean? We, nobody even talks about hair, us. We got hair bands. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we we have don't have hair, of, but yeah. <laughs> you guys are the reason
3: for the success of bands like Poison. Oh, absolutely. And bon Jovi. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. You're <laughs> yeah. welcome, everybody. Yeah. It's
1: really strong. I got some of those bands were interesting. Although I, I, another one that really stands out to me is just talking about not adapting to the times. Just basing on movies we talked about American Psycho. Yes. Was the part where like people who don't adapt to the times and they just are stuck in that reality. The movie that stands out to me if you've seen the movie The Wrestler. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 That was um Mickey we Rourke. talked yeah we talked oh. about that with the uh, uh um the, the 80s wrestling really? the Golden Era we brought yeah. up Mickey Rourke and how he was um you know he just there was no adaptation it's all yeah. he knew you know and that he couldn't there would how do you adapt yeah you know like you 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 spent your entire life being that thing and then you have nothing else like actually the um that that show that I watched last night what was it a uh, West Side versus the World yeah right and that Netflix thing and and I believe in that uh for those of you that don't know what it is it's a documentary on netflix about this this gym in ohio uh, uh called the west side and there's louis simmons right yep so louis simmons uh spends his entire life what is he like 70 now he's in his 70s yeah now. he spends his entire life in this gym he creates the gym he creates professional powerlifters, people who have broken world records all over the place and in the end he's like if i don't have west side what else do i do you know, like, wh- how do you adapt after that? Like, how do you go from doing that your entire life to then going and yeah, doing something else? you have to else? find a
2: way. Look yeah. at Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster could have been huge still. but Well, yeah, they, I mean, they if they picked
0: up that. streaming and, and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Blockbuster, yeah. If Blockbuster had just simply gotten ahead of the curve and just seen that, no doubt in my mind, we'd be watching Stranger Things on Blockbuster. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You imagine? 100%. Imagine? Yeah. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah. If, if we're they like,
0: were like, the future is streaming.
1: Yeah. So, and how like, did they why? not forecast that though? Yeah. That's the thing that gets me. Is, I bet they would
0: just grow? didn't want to change with the times, yeah. like everybody else. Yeah. They're like, yeah. I don't want it to be the future.
2: Well guys, look at Toys R Us They got comfortable with what it? about Toys yeah. R Us? Toys yeah. R is out of Shut down. Yeah. They're done. I mean, I grew up with Toys R Us. But
0: that see and alright, so Toys R Us, <laughs> being a kid and having a few bucks in your pocket and walking around in Toys R Us, like that was amazing. Oh yeah. I was like <laughs> walking around in Toys R Us as a kid and it was it was magical. Right? Now Kid wants a toy. They're scrolling through Amazon with their parents like, I want that one. I want this one. Yeah, but you can make a
3: virtual wish list, too, on there. Then they get pissed off when it doesn't show up in one day. Right. Listen, so... What do you mean I have to wait three days for shipping? Dude, the fucking thing is coming from China. Yeah, we don't have Prime. I don't know what to tell you. You can't afford
2: it. Your dad never changed. Yeah. (laughs) Your dad didn't grow up and change with the time. So the
0: business is failing, so you're going to get... (laughs) A card for
2: Christmas.
3: So when I was doing my homework for tonight's episode, I read a really cool article from Inc.com, and it's about this guy, Pavel Vosk. He owned a shipping company, which obviously, you know, a traditional shipping company, that's a pretty archaic thing for us to think about now. And he was struggling retaining millennials in his team. He was really having trouble connecting with them and all of these things. So what he did was he researched and learned how to relate to millennials and he created this whole concept of how to interact with the millennial workforce, sold his business and created a new company where he consults with some of the biggest companies in the world on how to not only recruit but also retain millennials because he cracked the nut on how to communicate with us, how Mm -hmm. to include us. Mm -hmm. He came up with this concept of yes and instead of yes but to make millennials feel included when you're talking to them the biggest thing with millennials is that we want to feel like our voice is heard we want to feel like you're taking our opinions to heart so if i come to you with an idea and you say yes and we could also do this other thing versus yes but i think we should do this other thing right the impact of just that tiny little statement is so key like yeah. being included feeling like our voice is heard mm-hmm that's the thing that instead of not knowing
0: instead of people saying no you don't you don't know you don't understand it's got to be this way or that way it's yes and we can do something else we can add to it i like that
3: yeah it's a pretty cool concept like i read the whole article because i was actually pretty pretty impressed by reading it and i was like oh this is actually pretty cool but like Inc. magazine is like one of the top business magazines in the world right yeah and this guy got a huge article written on it because of his new concept of like this is how i talk to millennials this is how i train other companies to talk to millennials but that's a guy who was willing to adapt well he had a business model that was becoming outdated yeah sold his business to somebody much bigger you know what i mean that has the infrastructure for that Mm -hmm. i don't know who he sold it to i didn't take that note (laughs) but like you didn't That's text a, it to yourself. No, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the article right now. I was trying you, to scroll through you, and see if I could find the. You fucking You didn't use name of all that wonderful millennial to. technology. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. I
1: hate to keep like. Being the one to bring up movies, but like some of them just stand out. Another one that really stands out for me is the movie why him with Brian Cranston and yes, James Franco. I love that's that the one. best. I love that in that movie. one, literally, if if you had to pick one movie, that's a great to sum example. Sum up this conversation. Yeah, it's that movie. Like a guy who was insistent. Oh yeah, tangible paper mm-hmm. invites. That's that people still want that. And then they're talking like, yeah, no, nobody wants that. And his company was failing. Code, you better fucking learn code, dude. Yeah. Like, and his company was failing yeah. because of it. Yeah, yeah. well, well.
2: You know, it's even smarter here with kind of what you were saying, Dubs. Is that um, the millennials are making up like it says eighty five percent of the millennials are on their phones all day long. Yeah. But if you think about it, think about some of these big box stores. They're you're going to be able to buy their products online. But yeah. you're also be able to walk into the store and get. It. So you're covering two generations. Absolutely. There, if you think about it, so we're covering the millennials by do with the mobile device but you and me sweets Mm where we want to walk into the store go you know be get that i mean speak for yourself i've I've adapted dude i've I've adapted i'm down i still enjoy going into the store and and getting i'm (laughs) I'm
3: somewhere in the middle so like most of the big box stores like kohl's or macy's or any of those places you can actually order online in advance and pick up in store There you go i absolutely love that that's because i'm one of those people that still believes in like the whole instant gratification thing like yeah I'm more of a traditional American than I like to lead on a lot of the time. And like, I want it and I want it now, Mm -hmm. but, but they're, they're getting you where
2: if they didn't do that, you wouldn't be going to Kohl's and going picking out that shirt or whatever. Correct. I probably wouldn't go
3: and walk around in the store and browse. And I mean, I still like doing that on occasion, but like I can literally, I, I know the thing I want. I've done my homework. I've researched it online. Like, even if I go into the store, I'm not going to buy a product until I Google it. I'm going to look and see what the rating is. Yeah. like, is this thing two stars on Amazon or is this thing five stars on Amazon? Okay, what's Amazon's price point versus what I'm going to pay inside the store? 99% of the time, I'm going to pay more at the store, but I get it now. And I don't care that I pay a little bit more because I'm going to get it now. But like, I would never buy a piece of technology or anything like that without doing my homework on it. I just redid my kitchen and I Googled the appliances that I was looking at before I bought them. Like, I didn't walk into Home Depot and kick around 10 different appliances to figure out which one I wanted. I went to Home Depot's website, found out what there they had go. available, yeah. then I looked it up at other competitors, and I looked at the Amazon reviews and the Google reviews and found stuff that, like, all my stuff is, like, 4.9 star ratings. Yeah. It's so you're, heavily you're, you're, consumer, consumer yeah. control.
1: It, it's heavily consumer control now. Cause say, like, say there's a car on the market that's a piece of shit. No one's going to buy the car. If it's overpriced garbage, no one's going to buy it. Right. So there's so much more of that demand now to make sure that the product is solid. It doesn't
0: have it's any. It's efficient. It's yeah. efficient. It is exactly. efficient. And, and is that
3: why nobody buys Jaguars anymore? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I mean. I'll <laughs> <I'd> be, honest.
0: <laughs> be honest, I would love a Jaguar. I mean, if, if anybody's selling one. Do they even have a website? So, so, so listen to this. So there's a uh, there was a recent poll from YouGov, uh, a polling firm and market research company, found that 30% of millennials say they feel lonely. This is the highest percentage of all generations surveyed. Furthermore, twenty-two percent of millennials in the polls say they have zero friends. Twenty-seven percent said they had no close friends. Thirty percent say they have no best friends, and twenty-five percent said they have no acquaintances.
2: Yeah, but they all have thousands of friends on Facebook. But
0: that's so. So what it is is it's like you know we we define that whole friendship and companionship based on, you know, the actual interaction with people, right? You know, going to stores, going going shopping, yeah. or like having friends going out and doing things, but. You know it's it's a different kind of loneliness you know it's it's being separated because of all the convenience being able to hit a button never having to leave your house and stuff like that and it's a different kind of connection it's that electronic connection like i've got tons of friends i can post all my stuff people like my stuff i can share my videos on instagram people like them comment i'm connected to people but at the same time a lot of millennials are reporting a sense of loneliness a a, a lack of companionship Because they don't have that human interaction that we were yeah. talking about before, and I, yeah. I would I would venture to guess that if they pulled Generation Z, the numbers are probably even higher. Yeah. Because yeah. as technology grows and as convenience and efficiency get gets ramped up, there's less social interaction. Yeah. So the definition of friendship, companionship changes. Yeah. Have you ever but, seen? Did you see that movie? Um, I didn't actually watch it, but the concept is pretty sound. Is uh, 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 not. Um, What's the what's the movie style with the hair lip there? Um He's the brother of River Phoenix.
3: Joaquin Phoenix?
0: Yes, yeah, Wa- Joaquin? Joaquin. Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> the movie he did with the uh, phone her. Did anyone see no. the commercials like he he kind of like fell in love with the phone like oh, the yeah, Siri yeah, yeah, yeah. in the phone oh, yeah, yeah. and that became like his companion and his leave. relationship yeah. and he didn't leave the yeah. house and yeah. like you know that 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 that, that companionship, you didn't see it? No. <laughs> I, I, I heard about it. I, I didn't watch yeah, the movie. So I just confused. I, I just saw, the, I saw yeah. the concept of it. Yeah, And it's like, you know, there's companionship in the phone. That's why my phone never leaves my hand. That's why phones usually don't leave the kids' hands. You yeah. know, that's their connection to their friends. And yeah. without that, they don't have any. Like, But,
2: but, but you know what, um, Sweets, Dubs, you were talking before about cigars before we started this show. And you said, when I walk into that cigar place that guy knows exactly what i want yep. you can't get this on this
3: you can't get that on this device your face lit Whoa. up like you were very important Yes, yeah. you can. So, Well, but, I, but you don't get that I thing. also keep track of my humidor in my cigar app that I have on my phone. And my cigar app knows everything I've smoked. It knows everything I like. It and knows And it frequently me. recommends my, my app cigars knows that I yeah. try yeah. that I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, that was exactly <laughs> yeah, what yeah, I but wanted. But your face
2: is not lighting up the way it lit up when you said that listen, guy knows about. And we need that, though. Listen, no, right, that. let that's
0: me ask true. you this. All right. I would say that my phone knows me better than anybody else. My phone knows my search history. My phone knows the things I order online. My phone (laughs) knows my social media behavior. His phone knows what kind of weird porn he likes. (laughs) (laughs) My phone knows me in a way that nobody else knows me. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that fucking weird it is really true man and I, that means that the people monitoring my phone use know me better than anyone I don't even true. know who they are <laughs> <laughs> that's that's
3: Google
2: Google yeah, and, yeah. Apple. and, Apple and definitely you can do it all, all in your underwear
0: too. and my phone's listening right now so when I get on my phone later there's gonna be ads for like loneliness companions <laughs> <and dating apps. laughs> well, Dubs,
1: Dubs, you you told me this earlier about how I, they said Millennials are there's a larger percentage of Millennials now own dogs Oh Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah so this is that's... actually a Instead of kids, yeah. Millennials yeah. are 80% more likely to own a dog than any prior generation. And they don't want to have kids. And they don't want to have yeah. kids. Yeah. And, like, when you're sitting here talking about this, I can't help but identify with it. Because, like, I'm engaged. I'm planning a wedding. And me and my fiancé are sitting down putting together the guest list trying to figure out, like, who's going to be in the bridal party and all of those traditional things that you do with a wedding. And both of us kind of looked at each other and we were like, who in the fuck do we have in our bridal party? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have friends that are that close. Like like you said, I have a thousand followers on Facebook or whatever. Like Lies. All, <laughs> all these people that supposedly are my friends. But if I put a post up on Facebook right now and I was like, hey, who wants to come to my house on Saturday and hang out? There's maybe three people mm-hmm. that I can think of that would even respond to that. Like would even comment. I'll I'll get three hundred likes, like oh that's cool. You're having a party on Saturday. That's awesome. And then no one's gonna fucking show up at my house. Yeah. And it's gonna be me and my fiance and our three dogs. (laughs) Because typical millennial, I, we got the first dog because I work from home and, I was lonely, and I even said it. Like when we were looking to get our first dog, I said to my fiance, I was like, listen, Hun. I am super lonely. I'm like, I'm fucking here all day, every day. I know I talk to people all day, every day. I do sales and account management. I'm on the phone seven to 10 hours a day, every single day. So it's not like I'm not communicating and interacting with the general populace and like talking to people, but I'm isolated. I sit in my little corner room in my home office and I'm just lonely. I get no real human interaction. So I got a dog and then realized I absolutely love my dog. So I got a second dog and then realized I absolutely love my dog, so, so I got the, a third dog.
0: So, so the white picket fence got traded in for an electric dog fence and two and a half dogs instead of two and a half kids. That's it, yeah, right. And instead of the home, it's the tiny house. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't live in a tiny house. Okay. So all, right, right, yeah. all right. God. Yeah. An efficient tiny house. Well, it to the funny. clothes. A man bun. One of the articles. An ironic I read, beard.
3: One of the articles I read actually said that the number one reason millennials buy a house is to have a dog. Wow. Because a lot of rental apartments, which rent is out of control, but a lot of rental apartments won't let you have a pet, and millennials very much want to have a dog, want that companion. You know that's and they buy houses to have a dog. We had a townhouse with a dog. Yeah, and we couldn't let him out in the courtyard in the townhouse. We couldn't do any of these things. There were really strict policies around what we could or couldn't do with our pet. We couldn't get a second dog while we lived in the townhouse because of the housing association rules and everything and that was actually one of the key factors when we decided we wanted to sell the townhouse and buy a house house was that we were tired of our dog not being able to have the life he should have because of the rules of our homeowners association yeah but that's changing because i do a lot of traveling
2: and in hotels almost every hotel i stay at now is pet pet friendly and i have five dogs i'm not a millennial but i have five dogs and uh you know you you see you know dogs are allowed outside at restaurants now and not just um therapy dogs, you know your regular dog you can go, they have dog. Um, menus now at, at a lot of restaurants, and because I
1: did not know yeah. that. Did oh yeah, you, so wow, at Starbucks they do
3: a, a puppuccino. It's like, yeah. It's all it is is whipped cream in a cup, yeah. but it's a tiny little cup that they keep in stock specifically to give yeah. to people who have a dog in their car in the drive-through or people that bring their dog into the store. Well, this is all the millennials mm-hmm. doing all this marketing
2: research. What you guys like, right? So we can sell more things. We can get more. What do you have in your pocket that you can put in our pocket money. how do we get that money how out how of your pocket it. exactly and that's how they do it and and when i go on vacation well um when, when i go on vacation i look when for, you run when i run to my vacation yeah. spots <laughs> and my wife flies um, <laughs> um you know we look for the pet friendly hotels and and we have a lot of dogs so we even took a, the next step we bought a summer home mm-hmm. so we can bring all our dogs because our dogs are part of our family now i'm not a millennial but That's really important. If that's important to me, I can't imagine you in your room by yourself staying, you know, working all day and then having these dogs around. Now that's part of your family. Of course. You want that dog to be
3: somewhere wherever you're going, you know? And then you go back to the whole (laughs) convenience thing of the millennial generation. I use an app called Rover to find dog sitting and dog care when I need them. Mm Because, like I said, I do sales and account management. So, yes, I'm at my desk in my house a lot, but I also have to travel. And when I'm traveling for work... I'm the one who takes care of the dogs during the day because my fiance has a regular job. She goes into, works at an office and everything. So she's gone for nine, 10 hours a day. And if I'm going to be gone all day, I can hop on my phone and I can book a dog sitter and I can take a look and see, you know, is this person highly ranked? Like I only hire dog sitters that are ranked four and a half stars or higher. I can see what their price point is, what types of dogs that they like to work with, all of those things like, 20 years ago i would have had to interview 10 or 15 mm -hmm. dog sitters to find somebody i'm comfortable with being being in my house (laughs) yeah but now i can find someone online real quick who's available tomorrow
0: the age of convenience yes yeah we ushered in the age of convenience through millennials thank you millennials for all of this wonderful technology i appreciate that well
2: let's do this podcast in about 25 years from now and let's listen Mm -hmm. to them bitch about everything Yes, yes, that's gonna be great.
0: I know. I, I can't, can't wait. Till, I can't wait till they're bitching <laughs> about whatever comes after <laughs> <out the> Generation Z. <laughs> yeah, these goddamn yeah, what, kids.
3: What comes their next, spaceships? They, they've fun. run out of alphabet. Spaceship. Like, is the next one Gen AA? Yeah. Like what, right? Double Z? <laughs> double Z? It is yeah. fun
1: to think about. Like, what is gonna be the next thing that ultimately? Well, my kids' will be kids a bone of contention. is gonna
0: be whatever's next, and yeah, my yeah. god, I am nervous.
2: Yeah,
1: my my mother. Well, my mother back in the eighties read a article. Like my mom's my mom's sixty so she's right in the teeth of the baby boomer generation yeah. she was reading an article like the future of, of technology and my mom's about to read oh like what's going to be this cool new tra- you know, transportation like you know uh like the hover hover cars like in back to the future yeah and they, they're like no they knew it back then it's yeah. going to be communication yeah computers mm-hmm. cell phones those are all going to be put in a way that even the average person can afford it and they they knew that back then obviously oh, yeah. probably not to the point they know now but i'm curious to know like I'd love to read an article about what they feel is going to be the next the next big thing, the next bone of contention with the uh, younger generation. Well,
0: it, it's, it's, I mean, if you look at the curve, the curve is convenience. The curve is a lack of contact. So it's going to be more of that, right? There's going to be, I mean, if you look at the growing numbers of isolation, loneliness, and separation, and convenience, and efficiency, and stuff like that, I, I imagine it's more of that, and it's going to be, more frustrating for people like us to let go of what we have going on now the businesses that we're building on the backs of convenience now like like how hard it was for blockbuster to let go of the idea that no we got the model people come in they get their movies and they leave or taxis people call i got a little you know closet and a cb radio and we set people up and it's though you have to shift with it you got to shift with it, and that includes uh, uh um the businesses that includes parenting, that includes schools, everything's got to shift with that. So. Yeah, but
2: tweets—you hit it right in the head. It's convenience. Yeah, it's all about convenience, and it and, and I mean, I don't know how much more convenient you can get by hitting a button on your phone. To, think, thinking to, it. Yeah, well, thinking it's pro- that's probably going to be that's next thing. That's what they're doing thing. right
0: now. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I walk around all day and think about stuff, and then I hop on my phone. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you know that I was having a conversation with somebody about this and thought about it, and the yeah. an ad pops up, and, and they're like, there. "They're like, hey, do you want this thing? And I'm like, I mean, I kind of do. I was thinking about it earlier. I guess, sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever watched the show Futurama i watched a while, boy, yeah. i yeah, seen it. it. And so the, there's this one episode where they have the iPhone right but it's not it's not like our iphones and they actually implant a phone into your head and like it's just there you know you kind of blink and you're like yeah what (laughs) hello Hello. (laughs) i mean if you think about technology it's just more convenient it's and, and whatever it is every generation is going to adapt to it the next generation is going to understand it better than we do we're going to have to learn it all over again the next generation is going to grow up knowing it from school age on like your generation z kids They have iPads. They have iPhones. They have computers in school. My kids have to get MacBooks. Everything is convenient. Everything is electronic. Nobody's handwriting essays. You know what I mean? That's nonsense. I am. (laughs) You know, yeah, you you got your handwritten notes. My (laughs) my fiance died laughing
3: the other day because I was working on school. I'm trying to do this history class, and I had to bring up all these old documents for this paper I'm writing, and they were all handwritten in cursive. Oh my Ooh. god! And for the life of me, I could not fucking translate them. <laughs> well, there's no reason to do cursive well, anymore. Well, even ba- even
2: better ba- is not. But even back to what you were saying, um, uh, sweets, is that uh, you know it's going to pop up into our brain if you think about it. Wh- what's going on now? The the earbud, yep. the earpod thing. Yeah you you're, people are walking around talking to themselves listen you, i you wear a headphones it, so people don't talk to me there's nothing even going on in my
0: ears i'm just like don't don't talk to me like i'm unapproachable i try to put on an unapproachable face that's it
2: you know i got headphones and just leave me alone yeah, yeah. let me do my thing yeah but it, but if they do that then it's that's going to take that whole thing away absolutely if, if it's if it's implanted in us but but well, that's that's the way they're going now that's how about the, the this if sport, if you're sport.
0: a millennial and you're listening to this i'm sorry yeah, <laughs> I Sorry feel bad if, yeah, if, we, if we picked on you. If you're Gen X or a boomer, you know, it is what it is. But uh, this, this has been a great episode. I love this topic, and I think that we'll probably bring this up again at some point to pick on another generation. But for all of our listeners, um, this is going to be the end of this episode. However, uh, if you're listening, we'd love it if you subscribe. Find us on iTunes, uh, podcast, or Google, or Spotify, or whatever. Subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. Uh, if you follow us on Facebook, help us share. If you're on Instagram and you see us, follow us. You know, that's really all it comes down to. And uh, I'm pretty sure the next episode is going to be something fun. I don't know what it is yet, but we'll come up with something great. We'll have a good crew. And uh, with that, we're going to let you all go. Have a great night. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Other Stuff Podcast. You can be sure not to miss future episodes by subscribing to our podcast using your favorite listening apps like Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. Join us next time when Sweets Sugar Bear and Dubs, bring the topics you want to hear about to life.